What's up, guys? This is your host, Danny Baylor, Danny Cakes, and you are listening to the Immeasurably More podcast. All right, guys, welcome back and thanks for joining us again. Last week, we talked about powering through my pain and how to stay fueled by the things that you suffer with. So real quick, I just want to share with you guys, I actually have my own online health and wellness business, and I help to coach other people through building their own businesses online. And so what we do is basically teaching others about healthy living from the inside out. So if this sounds like this is up your alley, you want more info what that could look like for you, and you're just curious about how it is I do mine, let's set up a consultation and time to chat. The best way to contact me is definitely over Instagram. So you can DM me at dannycakes, D-A-N-N-N-I cakes, or at the immeasurably.more.podcast Instagram. Okay, so on today's episode, I'm going to go into a little bit more about my background and my faith. Um, growing up in a Christian household, what that looked like, how it's affected me, molded me to who I am today, and kind of go over some of the questions that you guys often ask me. So I really want you guys to get to know me so much deeper. This podcast is literally my baby. It's my whole heart. I feel like this is one of the biggest callings on my life. And I, so I want to try to keep it as raw as possible with you and really be as honest as I can so that you have somehow a better understanding of me through this platform, if you will. So yes, I grew up in church. This is all that I knew. And it wasn't just something that we did, you guys. It was who we were. My family and I, we were Christ followers. And so my mom grew up Catholic. My dad grew up Christian, but they raised us as Christians. And it's so special. My mom always told me about this verse. It's Proverbs 22, 6. And it's train up a child in the way that he should go. And even when he's old, he will not depart from it. And I think this is so important, you guys, because My childhood has played such a huge role in me as a Christian. And I say that because I literally have like five childhood memories. I don't know, I have the worst memory and there's so few that I can actually look back on. And one of them, so randomly, not by coincidence, right? It's totally a God thing, but was with my dad and my sister. And I don't know if we just came home from church or whatever it was, but my dad asked us, oh my God, I feel like I should cry if we want to accept Jesus into our hearts. And so I remember standing there praying with my sister and my dad. I'm talking like a pretty young age. I don't even know how old I was, but I just knew I wanted it. I remember it was significant to me, even as a child. And I felt such a connection with the Lord just so early. And I say that that's significant because looking back on my life, I feel like I always knew discernment. I knew how to love people, even when they didn't deserve to be loved. I knew right from wrong. And I say that because at a young age, I obviously invited the Holy Spirit to live and work through me. And so I, 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 that was just, God was always with me. And that basically means, you know, I was trying to live righteously. It came so natural because the Holy Spirit was always with me. And so even though I knew that that was something I was always drawn to and was supposed to be a part of me. You guys never made my life easy in any way. I'm so grateful for my household that I, that I was raised in and my family and knowing the Lord, but being a Christian is not necessarily easy. And so that's why I talk about like all the things that I encounter. I'm like, why am I surprised that these things don't come easy to me or that I struggle because I've always been this way. I've always been different. I've always felt like an outsider. I've always felt like I was like set apart. 
But I've always also had this feeling in my heart that I was made to do it. And it was like my destiny in life. And I couldn't deny that like I had to pursue that, that I had to rise up, that I had to be better, that I always wanted to do more and be more and serve other people. And obviously, like, like I said, all these characteristics come from, from Jesus, right? He's living within me and it was totally molding my heart and me as a person literally my whole life. And, but like I said, it definitely has its struggles. I mean, going back from junior high, high school, you guys, I was mocked all the time for my faith. <laughs> Sometimes I look back and I'm like, dang girl, like, how did you get through that? I mean, honestly, it was, it was really awful. I pretty much, you guys know I was a cheerleader. I loved cheering. I loved art. But despite that, I pretty much hated high school. I felt so out of place. And you know, when you're in it, it feels like it's your whole world, right? But I literally had friends of friends, you know, tell them that, oh, Danielle, she's just stuck in her Christian box. <laughs> I wasn't, didn't take part in any dating really because guys knew what they weren't going to get from me. And at the time, I was like a 15, 16 year old girl. That sucks, right? I literally had one of my closest friends tell me, he's like, hey, Danny, yeah, so no, no, this is so sucky. He's like, none of the guys, you know, their guy friends that we were friends with would ever be interested in dating me basically because they knew that they, I would never hook up with them. And it like stung, you know, but totally God's protection, 100%. And now, I mean, even then I did, I definitely had pride, you know, I knew what high school boys were about and I knew that God had something better for me. And I think I always knew, which is so crazy. Like, you guys, I'm almost 30. I'm 29 years old. This was like half of my lifetime ago. And thinking like, okay, this is hard and this sucks, but I'm capable and this matters. And I'm going to preach to some other girl that if I can do it, so can she. And that's so crazy because like all those different seasons of my life led to who I am right now and led to the, the strong person that I am right now. And like the way that I think and what I'm saying, it's not easy. Like it was pretty awful. Like high school was, I honestly couldn't wait for it to be over. And so when I got out of high school, I'm trying to like sum this all up as much as possible. And maybe in the future, I'll kind of go back to certain stories here and there. But I actually got into a Bible study during my college years, which was technically just post high school because I went to beauty school. I don't really necessarily know if you consider it college. But yeah, this is the first time I was really like diving into the Bible and getting connected and being led and really just like craving God, you guys, because I felt so isolated. I felt so set apart in a loner type of a way that I wanted to almost like dive deeper. And this is the first time that reading the Bible really made me excited the way that this, this leader would interpret it to me. I felt the power of the Holy Spirit when we would pray together. I saw people's hearts change. I was like, okay, this is, this is God's work. Like this is, I, I was just, like I said, I was just eager to learn more and know more. And how incredible, you guys, I think so many people look at Christianity and they think that this is, it's like a restrictive type of a lifestyle. And it's so sad because it's actually so freeing. I mean, we're connecting with the God of the universe, like our creator, you know? And so I feel like I'm like actually partnering with him. And that's how I learned about myself and how to, you know, love other people and understand them and all the things. And like, it's, it's just wild. Like the things I guess I look back and I've experienced and how God's molded me all this time, but the times that I finally opened up and like dove deeper and allowed him to really speak to him, or speak to me, sorry, and encounter him was just something I've never, you'll, you'll never be able to 
experience in a worldly manner, like the things that this world offers in, a, in that sense, I mean. But yeah, I definitely knew that I was desperate for God. He brought me a lot of comfort. He made me feel at home. And so I think I was wonder, look back and I'm like, okay, even if I wasn't raised in a Christian household, I think my spirit, like the kind of person I am was always really desperate for God. I always knew that I just, there was something more and I was created to do it. And I can't remember if I told you guys before, this is a random thought, but I was, I'm the youngest in my family and I was like the one child who was not planned. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys, God brought me into this world on purpose. And I've always known that. And I kind of want to just touch on the fact that like, you know, I, I struggled so much being who I am and I held back a lot because I was so rejected, especially as, you know, in those teen years, right? When you're, you're being molded and you want to be accepted and you don't want to be rejected. And like, those are some of the most hurtful times in my life. I mean, I remember being at a conference last year, one of the times I had a serious Jesus encounter and one of the pastors was like, okay, I want you to put yourself in a place and like allow God to show you right now. When was the time that you first felt this hurt you're experiencing, you're trying to break through right now? And mine has always been like feeling insignificant, like I, like you guys know, right? And a sense of rejection. And I just remember he took me right to this place. It was when I was in high school, in between classes. You guys, I went to a ton of different schools. I went to like eight different schools. We always moved. It just, it was nuts. And so I never felt like totally connected with a lot of people. I didn't have like a best friend since I grew up, you know? And so I always felt like I am always the new girl, <laughs> but God has definitely, you know, it's for, for a purpose for sure. But I remember being in between classes and just standing in the group of friends that I had or I associated with, I guess, right? And I was on the outside of the circle. Like everyone's crowded around and chit-chatting, you know, in between classes, passing periods. And I remember thinking, nobody even knows that I'm here. Nobody would even care if I wasn't here. And I remember just feeling that sense of rejection, like that hurt. And, oh, so I kind of honestly forgot where I was going with that. But this is why this became my why, you guys. I think that the things that we suffer from and that hurt us, it's almost our way that we connect with people. So, for instance, when I'm in a group of people, I always make sure my back is never turned to somebody. I always, I'm always aware of how somebody else could be hurt, you know? and Yes, it sucked being the one who felt like an outsider, like literally and, you know, spiritually, I guess. But I know that like all those different seasons like led me to who I was right now. And it made me want to find those other high school girls or find those other girls, even the kind of girl, like I said, I was a couple of years ago and the things that I struggled with in my relationship or just my self-identity and like owning who I was, this is what I'm saying, accepting where I was. I wish I had accepted that earlier and just owned it. And, and so now I want to be so vocal about that because I wish I had that one person to share with me that. And I remember when I even started my network marketing business, uh, I don't even remember who it was, but I remember watching this girl on social media, on Instagram, on her story, talk about her faith and just being open about it. And I was like, that is so incredibly bold. This one person has just like changed my whole day. And I'm like, what if I did that? What if I stepped up, you know? Also, crazy story. <laughs> you guys, this is how God works. This is why I'm saying that there is a purpose on your life and God does not do things by coincidence or by chance. He is extremely intentional with his desires for us and his plans for us. 
And so actually, it was probably like two months before I started my business, I remember talking to a mutual friend on social media and someone was like body shaming her for something that she posted. And it fired me up. And I remember thinking, I was talking to her. I'm like, dude, I just want to have like a platform or a movement or a way that I could just like speak to women and empower women. It was like all these thoughts that come to this one final like point. And I'm like, God, like I, I know you've called me to do this. It was, I don't know. It, was, I, it took me a while to even like look back on that and realize like the significance of the timing. And I say this because you guys, when I started my network marketing business, I had 800 followers. I mean, people I went to high school with, my, my initial network, you know. And so if you follow me now, you see that's over 17,000, which was never my intention. I never tried to build a following. But a story that I also love to tell is like, that was on my heart, you guys, was to lead women and to reach women. And when God is ready to equip you, like he will bring you the people. He will bring you like that opportunity. And I know that this business has created an opportunity for me to reach so many more people than I ever could have imagined. And it's so much, like it goes beyond like my own personal business, if that makes sense. And so cool. When I was in Hawaii, went to this, it was a, a bay that this guy was doing. He would offer free paddleboarding lessons. And he's like, if I tell you my story, I'll let you paddleboard for free. And I was like, okay. So he tells us his whole like testimony. This guy's a Christian. I loved the story. And he's like, yeah, I just told God, like, if he would bring people to me, then I would pray for them. That was simply his mission. <laughs> and people donated like thousands of dollars of, you know, paddleboard gear to him and everything. And people just go there. It's called, I, wanna, I believe it's called the Bay of Dreams. You can look it up on Facebook. It's in Pokai Bay on Oahu. And I just thought, I was like, this is the coolest thing. I was like, dude, God, like, let's do something like this. This is something where, <laughs> you know, you can use me and I'll just bring the people and I will like be your messenger kind of a thing. I'll just pray for them, you know? And obviously like just totally women were always on my heart because I knew what it felt like to suffer and to feel alone and feel like unwelcome and feel rejected and all those things. And I was like, God, just bring them to me. I'm like, let me pray for them. Like, let me connect with them. Let me feel like they're in a place where they belong, you know? And just so cool that when I had this tug to start my business, I mean, God was like literally like screaming at me. He's like, Danielle, like you're supposed to do this. And I, I obviously had like my initial reasons, but it turned into something so much greater, you guys. And so like, don't deny who you are and your identity and like even acknowledging your sufferings. And maybe you might feel like you're in a place where you don't belong right now. And God is calling you out of that into something so much bigger, so much newer it's immeasurably more than you could have ever imagined. I mean, that is what this is all about, you guys. That's what this podcast is all about sharing with you guys. So, you know, our sufferings become our why. Like, our struggles become our why. And that led my heart to want to empower other women, right? And not because of, like, my own strength. Because, yeah, girl, like, you can do it. Like, yes, but, like, because of what God can do through you. Because what God does through us is immeasurably more than we can as, as human beings, right? So I actually got a really cool question last night. Someone was asking me, I kind of want to give you guys some practical ways of like how to understand who Jesus is, reading the Bible, getting back into your faith, kind of all these like just basic tips I have that I've learned over the years and God's really instilled in me and shown me power through spiritually. So how do you really know Jesus? Um, you guys, this is so cool. I love talking about this. I talk about it in my Bible study all the time, but really how the way that I believe in my faith is a relationship as opposed to like a religion. It's not just something that we do. It's not just an act. It's not like a go with emotions kind of a thing. It's a personal relationship 
with God. And that always takes time, right? So learning about somebody, who they are, you have to spend time with them. So important to have quiet time in the morning, really removing yourself from distractions of the day. I don't know where, but somewhere in the Bible it says about like, you know, waking up in the morning with Jesus, probably in Psalms or something. But waking up and starting your day with Jesus. And he's so intentional about everything, which is so cool. I love that. Maybe I'm such a nerd in that way, but I love that like there's so much significance to every single part of the Bible, how it connects. And it's so I want it to be fun for you guys when you read it. I want you to be intimidated by it. I want you to be excited about it. And, you know, people always say when they go to the beach, they're like, yeah, I just feel closer to God when I'm at the beach. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's beautiful. But I really felt like he told me when I was there a couple weeks ago, it's kind of the waves kind of create this white noise, right? And so everything else kind of fades and you just feel this like silence and this peace. And that's how it is when you connect with God. And that's how many times when I've even heard his voice is, well, to be for one, this is kind of irrelevant, but in some of my hardest moments and seasons of my life, but also in quiet times. And when God talks to you, when he speaks to you, it's so, it's very gentle and it's very um, quiet, I would say. There's so many times I've heard him, especially this last year, say, you know, do you trust me? And it's such a gentle voice. But you guys, when we're on social media or we're surrounded by other people, it's sometimes it's hard, obviously hard to understand and like discern that voice, right? And so I encourage you to take some time. And the Bible also says, like, when you draw near to God, he'll draw near to you. So if you're exploring your faith and you're opening your Bible and you're meeting with God, you guys, he will come to you. And he may not, might not come all the time with like this like flashing, you know, verse like he did for me. And it might be quiet, it might be silent. And sometimes you don't hear nothing at all, but I think that he can bring you a peace. And it's just, it is totally a process. And so people always ask to like, you know, how do I get back into my faith? And, you know, for one, like God is always here. He hasn't gone anywhere. You're not far from God. It's, I think it's kind of funny that we say that sometimes because he's always with us. He's always so near to us. It's just about us taking that time to acknowledge him. And I think we overcomplicate it so, so many times as well about like prayer and, and reading the Bible and things like that. And it's like, you guys just meet him. Just be like, hey, God, like reveal yourself to me today. Like that's so simple, you know, or something that just came to my mind. But like if you deal with a lot of like anxiety or fear, the Bible also says like just the power of the name of Jesus is so, brings you so much peace. Like demons have to flee at the name of Jesus. That's so much power to you. Like I just, I encourage you even today, like maybe there's a moment when you're anxious or something doesn't make sense or all the time when I'm late because God knows I'm late a lot. I'm just like, okay, God, like just make a way, just Jesus, you know, and he will show up for sure. So practical ways about like reading the Bible. I kind of wanted to go over this. Actually, women's method, when I was in Hawaii at my church there, you guys, I was in Hawaii for a couple months and it was like the most significant season of my life as a believer. I think I was really starting to like dive deeper and I'm not ready yet, but one day I will talk about a very significant story that changed my life on that trip. But I learned about this method called the SOAP method. So if you are wanting to dive into the Bible, read it yourself, pick a couple of verses, whatever that looks like. So SOAP being an acronym, S means for scripture. So what is the scripture that you're reading? Obviously, O is for observation. So what are you observing? What are some key words that stick out to you? A, application. How are you applying this to your life? And then P is prayer. You guys, prayer is so powerful. And I could get really deep on the, on the power of prayer. But really, like, God totally will intercede in your prayers. I'll have to find the verse, but it talks about that as well. And 
sometimes we don't even have to know all the words, but God knows, like he knows your heart. And so just taking what you've read and not worrying about if your prayer sounds perfect because it's God and he knows you and he doesn't expect this holy, perfect prayer from you, you know? So soap, uh, scripture, observation, application, and prayer. And I definitely recommend journaling it. So then you can kind of like look back. And you guys, the coolest thing about the Bible is like, again, I don't want you guys to think that this is a religious thing, that it's, you know, restrictions and it's a book of rules. Like the Bible is God's word. It's his word to us. And I want you to be excited about it. I want you to feel connected to it. And one of the coolest things I started when I started my Bible study a year ago, I feel like God put this on my heart. If you guys are familiar with Ephesians 6, it talks about the armor of God. And I used to love that movie, Jumanji. It's the new Jumanji with Kevin Hart. And he, his character, they're all in this, like, if you haven't watched the movie, they get sucked into the video game and they're all these characters and they have all these, you know, skills and things. And one of Kevin Hart's, his skill is like, he has like a, a tool bag of like weapons to use, like just on cue. And when they come out, he like knows what they're for. And so I've always talked about like, you guys, the Bible is, is like you're Kevin Hart and the Bible is your weapon, right? Ephesians 6 says, if the sword of the spirit is the word of God, like that is your weapon. And when I mean that, I mean like when you feel like you're off, when you feel like you're depressed, when you feel like you're anxious, when you feel like you're on purpose, when you feel like you just don't know what to do, you guys open your Bible. <laughs> and this is your, this is your sword. This is your weapon. Like, and so when you're reading the Bible, it's not just words to you. This is the word of God. So the way I like, I physically think about it or like a, a, a practical way, I don't know what the word is, but because there are certain verses that come to mind when I talk to people and number one, it's the Holy Spirit speaking to me, but I also had to read those, those verses at some point. But when you read them, something happens in your spirit where it's, it's like, <laughs> it's like saved in your heart in a way. And the way I described it like last night was it's like almost being engraved into your heart, like the word of God. And so, you know, when you're going through this anxious times, you're like, okay, this verse, you know, this is what God says about, you know, my future and how he's, he loves me enough that he's, you know, I'm, I'm more valuable than the sparrows. Like how could God like not, you know, think of me type of a thing. So you use your word, your Bible, the Bible is the word, right? <laughs> and how to use those weapons in your life. It is your toolkit. It is your bag of weapons, Right. So I want you to look at it that way. And the more that you read it, and as you read it, like God is going to instill those words on your heart. And it's, it's just going to empower you in a way that nothing in this world ever could. So a couple other things I just want to share. You guys always stay connected. Find a mentor. Make sure you don't isolate yourself. This is the worst thing you can do, especially in your walk of faith. And just don't fear like having a perfect, you know, idea of being a Christian, right? Because we all fall short. That's just, that's who we are. We're human beings. And it's hard because I think there's some Christians that people are saying, you know, like, well, this version of Christianity is like super hypocritical. And you guys, it's not for us to judge, right? It's between that person and God. But we are all imperfect. The only perfect person is God. And so this is just about you and God, right? So talking to him, making time, it's building a relationship. And so... Another question I have recently got, which I really loved, was what is something that I wish I had known sooner? And the first thing that came to mind, I kind of talked about earlier, I guess, but I wish that I had really accepted myself at a younger age. And I mean, I did. I did own it. I was, I did have a healthy sense of pride about 
you know, trying to live righteously and do the right thing. And even though we know doing the right thing isn't always easy, right? But I wish I would have embraced it a little bit more because, and not, you know, also, no matter what we do, you guys, and if you look back on your life and you're like, dang, I messed up here or whatever, the Bible says with the enemy intends for evil, God uses for good. Somewhere in Genesis, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, but again, so these are, these are my, you know, these are the things that are instilled in my heart, these, these verses. But when we look back and we think, well, I, I could have done this better or whatever, look, God uses that for good. Like I said about my, my past relationship or maybe some other choices I've made in my life that, you know, shouldn't have gone on as long as I did or I didn't make the right choice at that time. God is totally using that for good. Like my suffering and, and my discomfort in my old relationships helps me to connect people now, right? And so I guess I can say like I wish I had accepted who I was before. But also we need to like give ourselves a little more credit to I think that I did my best to be as strong as I could and, you know, try and figure things out when I did. But yeah, I think just you guys really, really accept who you are because God made you who you are. And it sucks. I think sometimes like we hold back and we forget not only, you know, is Christianity about having like a relationship with God, like being connected to him. But you guys, we also have authority. Like we, we refer to God as like our heavenly father, right? So like we are, we're a part of him. Like, and so his power that is at work within us, his strength works through us, right? He has authority. Oh my gosh, this is the coolest story. Okay, so I was at my grandpa's birthday party a couple years ago. And I remember him telling us, my grandpa was like, he's like full Italian. <laughs> and he's kind of, he's kind of an intimidating guy. He's very just like straightforward. But this was the cutest story I've ever heard. And, well, not cute, I guess, but very empowering. And I remember my aunt was talking, we were all like talking about, you know, him, different uh, stories about him from his, on his birthday. So my aunt was talking about a time when she was like insecure and um, she went to him about something and he was like, hey, you are a baldacchino. Like you walk in with pride. Like this is how you hold yourself. You know, like this is who you are. Like this is like your heritage in a way, kind of a thing. Like, this is, this is who you're a part of. And I remember just thinking like, dang, like that, that's my family. But you guys, we are part of a greater family, right? Like a spiritual family, like we're connected to God. And so like when you walk into a room and you feel discouraged or you feel set apart or you feel like an outsider, you feel alone, you walk in with the authority of the God of the universe that you are made in his image, that you have power and strength through him. And in ways, that's what I'm saying, that we get to show up in this life because the Holy Spirit works through us and that he works through us. Like literally Ephesians 3.20 says that he works through us immeasurably more than we ever could imagine, right? I'm not talking about like he just gifts us things, but like God's power at work within us. Like we have the authority of God. Remember whose name you hold. Like you are a part of Jesus. Like, dude, you guys, we cannot fail. Like, do you get that? Like when, when you walk with God and you're walking in his will and and he has a calling on your life and you start to tap into that. And the more that you do, yes, it's going to be hard. Yes, the enemy's going to try to like, you know, discourage you. But that's where your weapons come in and you just own it. And you got to stand up for yourself and remind yourself the authority of God works through me. I am connected to the Holy Spirit and nothing can stop me. Nothing can break me. Nothing can shake me. If God is for us, who can be against us, you guys? You have all the tools you need that you have access to because that you know Jesus and that not even if you, if you know him yet, but like, he loves you and he wants to equip you and he wants you to walk in his will. And I promise that when you do, 
somebody asked me yesterday, you know, what, what's a question or the question about um, what makes me happy? And I was thinking joy versus happiness. And like, I know that my joy is when I get responses on social media to maybe my podcast or something I've said on, on my story. And there's a or Bible study or some, you know, Bible study is huge, but just because it's a lot more intimate. But that's something that I said was like exactly what I needed to hear. Or, you know, and especially when I bring up the things that are the hardest things for me to talk about, like maybe I'm embarrassed to talk about. And they're like, Danny, I needed to know that so bad. Like I needed to hear that you get me. And you guys, that's what I wanted my whole life. <laughs> I wanted somebody to get me. I wanted somebody to understand what I was going through, what it felt like to be on the outside of the circle. You know what I mean? And I, I like just bring, it just never gets old. Brings me to tears every time. When someone says like, Danny, like that mattered, like how, how does this, I can't even, I can't even explain this. And I'm like, dude, it's God. <laughs> like God connected it to you to me. You didn't just stumble across my Instagram. You know what I mean? There's something that like, there was a connection as a Holy Spirit connection. And that is so fulfilling knowing like, dang, you guys, like I lived so much of my life where I was afraid and I held back and I didn't surround myself with the right people. And it's like, now I'm owning who I am and like sharing my heart. And even when it's utterly terrifying to share it I still do because those messages like just remind me every single day like I'm doing what I'm meant to do and maybe your story like might look different maybe what you're calling is might look different but you guys I think that we're truly happy we're truly we truly find joy and purpose when we connect with the Lord when we dive deeper with the creator who created us right I remember people always ask too like what's your favorite leadership book and I'm like, dude, the Bible, <laughs> like there's lots of good books for sure. But who better to teach me about myself and how to be a leader in my business and in life than the one person who created me, you know, and who's leading me, right? So hopefully that answers some question for you guys and that you have a better understanding of who I am. And I always want you guys to feel like you can come to me with any questions that you have regarding, honestly, anything I have or have not yet talked about relationships or your business or like whatever it is that you feel like you need to find purpose in and direction when it comes to your faith, especially I am an open book. Like I said, this is my heart and my soul. And like, I know I am meant to lead specifically women in their walk. And so feel free to message me, DM me over Instagram. Um, let me know if there's any more questions that you guys have or specific topics that you want to connect over. And then another reminder, you guys, I do have that Bible study every Tuesday morning. It's at 7 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And there's actually, the link is on a highlight on my Instagram, or you can DM me if you can't find it. But you are totally welcome to that. Everyone's welcome. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And of course, share this with somebody that you know will find value in it. So I want to leave you guys with this last verse. Philippians 1.6. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus.